beyond the obvious symbolism of the sukkah, protection from the elements, the greater motif of the sukkah, shelter, refuge, connotes security from all dangers, that Hashem is protecting us from all unwanted intruders. This is conveyed very powerfully by the Kapitel Tehillim L'David Hashem Ori, which we say through this season, concluding with Sukkot, which speaks of David beleaguered by armies and other menacing threats. They seek to eat my flesh alive. And amidst all of that, he says, Hashem, you conceal me in your sukkah. Your sukkah protects me from everything threatening, from everything menacing. On an even deeper level, the sukkah symbolizes succor and security from our spiritual shortcomings, from the feelings of inadequacy we have due to our shortcomings. This is apparent again in L'David Hashamori, which according to Chazal, speaks of the Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur of the season. Ori zu Rosh Hashanah, Yishi zu Yom Kippur. That here, Chazal are seeing the background of the Sukkah of L'Dav Hashem, not only as physical menacing threats, but the Rosh Hashanah, the Yom Kippur, everything which just transpired. The fact that our Jewish people is being judged. The fact that we have shortcomings from which on Yom Kippur we needed to seek salvation. Yishi zu Yom Kippur. Well, now in turn, while we sit in the sukkah, kitzbineni besuko, we feel a sense of security. The most powerful security a human being can feel. Secure as myself. Hashem accepts me as I am. With all of those al-chates which we uttered on Yom Kippur, he accepts me nonetheless. So what I would like to do now is to stare down the physical sukkah in front of us. A sukkah which is shading out the sun. And to somehow tease out of that this greater symbolism of a sukkah which is protecting us from the judgment, from the din, from the stigma of Aveira and all of that. How, how does the protection from the inadequacies of Zman Hadin, of our Khatam, how does all of that come alive in a sukkah which on a utilitarian level is simply blocking out the sunlight? Well, our first clue, our first hint of an answer is in the drush of Chazal to the Ledovit Hashem in terms of its reference to Rosh Hashanah. Ledovit Hashem Ori. Hashem is my light. Ori zu Rosh Hashanah. The light spoken about. Chazal say that is Rosh Hashanah. Well, think a minute. The sukkah is blocking out the sun. A sun which has art to it, which has light to it. Does that not suggest that the sukkah is shading out 
some corrosive or negative or threatening aspects of the Orizu Rosh Hashanah of the judgment, some aspect of the judgment which would have threatened us, the sukkah is in turn blocking out. This suggestion becomes even more compelling when we look beyond the din of Rosh Hashanah, the judgment of Rosh Hashanah. It's the judgment at the end of days when all of mankind will stand in judgment. And mind you, appreciate that the judgment at the end of days, according to the Vilna Gon, is patterned after the judgment of Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. And is very relevant to this season of Sukkot, which represents the final salvation at the end of days. The Sukkot at the end of days, when we will be protected from all spiritual threats at the end of days. So turning to the judgment at the end of days, we have a fascinating Gemara. The Gemara tells us in the Dharam, that at the end of days, HaKadosh Baruch Hu Motzi Min Artika, Hashem will take the sun out of its casing. Perhaps that is a reference to the depletion of the ozone layer, when the sun no longer has a casing, as we are seeing in front of us today. And when this sun is so powerful at the end of days, with no casing, with no ozone layer, it has a dual effect on one hand, tzaddikim misrapimba, the tzaddikim feel cured, feel a, a therapeutic effect from this bare sunlight. After all, the sun reflects the Shekhinah, ha'aras panim, the divine light. Shekhinah is always referred to as a light. So the intense light at the end of days is curative and positive for tzaddikim, who have made themselves condition themselves to be receptacles of the Shechina. However, continues the Gemara, the Risham are going to be judged, are going to receive retribution via the powerful, unshielded light of that sun without its Nartik, without its ozone layer. The deeper meaning of the Gemara is that at the end of days, Hashem Shechina, true light, will be so luminous well, those who are, as we said, clay people, receptacles for the Shekhinah, will bask in the Shekhinah, will be cured by the Shekhinah. However, those who are found unworthy, those who have spiritual baggage, skeletons in the closet, or in the open, right? They are incongruent with the luminous Shekhinah, and they will feel a sensation of a burning sun of the Shekhinah. Well, the picture is beginning to come together now. Here we have in front of us an imagery of sunlight representing a stigmatized din, a stigmatizing din. This is what we need the sukkah to protect us from, both at the end of days and in the foreshadowing judgment of Rosh Hashanah of each year. This, the sun, which reflects the Shekhinah, as we said, and comes with the negative potential, if we are not Sadiqim, if we are Rishon, that the Shekhinah can seem to be staring us down, glaring at us, pointing fingers because we are unworthy, that this is what we all fear, this is what we all fear at the time of the judgment in Rosh Hashanah. All of that lies in the sun which the sukkah is coming to protect us from. Because the sukkah is a symbol 
of sucker security. You are safe as is. You are good the way you are. You did your part. You did the truth on your kipper. Now feel safe the way you are amidst all the menacing judgments of the Rosh Hashanah. Amidst the feeling of inadequacy as the light of the Shekhinah might seem to bear right into you and burn right into you because you are incongruent with the Shekhinah. Chas v'shalem. Well, amidst all of that fine sucker, fine security, you are safe the way you are. This motif becomes even more powerful and really assumes a gravitas and weight when we trace two clues in the Chumash, two foreshadowing clues to Sukkot, which both echo of the above-cited Gemara about the luminous sun, which is curative to the tzaddikim on one hand, but a light of judgment harming the Risham on the other hand. The first is regarding Avram Avinu. In the opening scene of Parshas Vayera, there is a sun. There is an, 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 an unshielding an unshielded sun. Avram was sitting in powerful sunlight and Chazal say, Hashem had in fact taken the sun out of its own zone later out of its casing to cure Avram, to cure Avram from his brismila. Now that is so unmistakably echoing the scene of judgment at the end of days, which utilizes the exact same imagery. Hashem will take the sun out of its casing and cure the tzaddikim. Here he's taking the sun out of its casing to cure Avram, to cure the consummate tzaddik. Well, when did that take place, that scene in Vayera? We know according to one opinion in Chazal, cited in the Medrash Yalkut Shimoni, that entire scene took place on Sukkot, because the passage continues. Avram invites the guests in amidst the sunlight and says, Hishanu tachas Make yourself comfortable under the eights, under the tree. That is a reference to Skach. That is a reference to Sukkot, says the Medrash. It was Sukkot. So here we have on Sukkot this powerful light, this light of judgment, which is curative to the Tzadik Avram. But at the same time, there is an eight, there is a Skach, there is a shelter from that sunlight providing for the other people. Avram's guests, who appear to Avram as mere Arabs, people who are imperfect, not Avram Avinu, they can find succor and safety onto the tree from the burning fire, a fire which is curative to Avram, an appealing Shechina, but bearing down in a harmful way on the others, on the unworthy ones. Hishanu Tachas hates. That is powerful clue number one. Powerful clue number two, where we find this imagery about that son of the end of days in regard to Sukkot, is in the story of Yaakov Avinu. In Parshas Vayishlach, as Yaakov is facing down Esav, and Esav's Malach, Esav's angel, Yaakov becomes maimed. The Sarashal Esav harms Yaakov in the thigh. He, he is leaning, he is limping. Well, amidst that scene, it says, 
Vayizrach alav hashamash. The sun shone upon him while he was limping. Rashi citing the Medrash says that sun was the curative sun. It was the sun which comes out, comes out of its casing in order to cure the tzaddikim when they were afflicted. Again, unmistakably a reference to this imagery about the sun, the Shekhinah at the end of days, which is curative to the tzaddikim on one hand, but harmful to the Risham. Well, why is that significant? As the storyline of Yaakov continues, when he's cured from his limping, he then survives Esav, and then he arrives in a place called Sukkos, a place where he builds huts, booths for his animals and family, referred to as Sukkos. It is, an un- it is unmistakably significant that we have a scene of powerful sunlight Followed later by a scene of the of Sukkah, Sukkah serving the purpose to shield out the sun. Here we have Yaakov initially exposed to sunlight, and later with Sukkos. Well, as much as Yaakov himself was not harmed by that initial sunlight, the sunlight was curative to Yaakov. That is because Yaakov is a tzaddik. But the implication would be, as we integrate this chazal within all the other chazal and within all the other statements of, this, of, of the sages which we have linked together, those who are not on a Yaakov's level, perhaps for Yaakov's progeny, who have an unworthiness, who have an aspect in them, which is incongruent with the Shekhinah, which is incongruent with that powerful sun shining down. Well, they have a sukkah. Indeed, it is Yaakov's animals. It is those in Yaakov's orbit who, are, who have chesronos, imperfections, are animalistic. They seek shelter in the sukkah following or in the face of the powerful light without the ozone layer. The light which was curative to Yaakov, but in turn is harmful to the others. As we develop this midrashically, here we have a sukkah of protection. So the upshot is a very powerful one. Tracing midrashic clues and weaving them together. This scene of the end of days of the sun, of the expression of the Shekhinah, curative to the tzaddikim on one hand, but harmful to the Risham, donning and judging the Risham on the other hand, is so unmistakably under the surface of Sukkot, in the shadows, you might say, of the Sukkah. So clearly the deeper meaning of what the Sukkah is coming to represent. As we sit in the Sukkah and we feel its shade from the sun, it is not only shading us from the physical sun, it is shading us from not only the unwanted aspect of exposure to the physical sun, but also any unwanted exposure to the luminous sun of the Shekhinah, because there can be an unwanted exposure. What is that unwanted exposure to the Arha Shekhinah? If we are Hashem, if we have imperfections of aspects of ourselves, is incongruent with Hashem and the Shekhinah. We feel stigmatized. We feel unworthy. We don't feel safe in ourselves. Well, amidst all of that, we find a sukkah. We find sucker. We find refuge being ourselves. We are embraced being ourselves. Embodied in the sukkah, it is not a shina of 
burning sun burrowing into her, us, but rather a protective, cradling, embracing Shechina, validating us, affirming us, just as we are. We find security in ourselves, in being ourselves. And nothing is more powerful, is more self-affirming than that.